0: Hey guys, so yeah, I didn't do a review last week of Metamorphosized to Malleability, Shift slash 248, uh, chapter that is, Shift slash chapter 248, Um, mainly because I was tired working, you know, and of course it was a little colder last week in the evening when you're walking home, but I figured uh, as usual, or as I've done before, I will kind of catch you up to speed here. Now at the end of 247, Briella basically was pretty much uh, in the hands of some kids on a farm, and they were about to kind of have their way with her, kind of cut the strings on her balloons and whatever, so she had to figure out a way to get out of this predicament. Well, 248 picks up where that's about to happen, and just when it looks like the kids are about to basically have their way, they get called to dinner by one of the kids' grandma. And, you know, they go to dinner, leaving, you know, the stuff behind and everything. And Briella basically finds this as the opportunity she was looking for and basically demorphs into liquid, basically liquefies herself into a puddle and gathers all the other pieces of her because she basically, in 246, uh, basically took her balloon testing to another level And she wanted to be, and she allowed her fiance to basically give give her the opportunity to, you know, float around as multiple balloons instead of one. Well, anyway, she takes the opportunity to escape. Um, She notices that the uh, grandma that owns the farm is kind of an artist. She basically is a junk artist that makes sculptures out of junk, and she takes the opportunity to mimic one of them. And keeps that uh, object statue, if you will, in her mind for for something later. Anyway, she decides that look, kids, it's been fun, it's been real, but I'm not going to stay here. Now she does feel a ping of guilt a little bit because it's like, you know, she's taken away the fun, but you know, she didn't, you know, show up. She didn't, you know, intend to be a plaything for the kids. So she basically takes off. Uh, into the night sky as a sparrow and as uh, as a bird-like creature. And that kind of is where, you know, we end up here in uh, 249, which is called Pocket Dimension Part 1. Now, the reason it's called Pocket Dimension Part 1 is because 250, it looks like, is going to be about something more interesting, maybe more intimate. We shall see. Um, Anyway, what happens here in Part 1, one of 249 the shift chapter if you will uh, she arrives back home she liquefies down into a puddle to you know squeeze through the crack of the door and she kind of has to like remind herself that the reason things are not kind of like organized as she would normally leave them is because she's not leaving any doppelgangers behind anymore due to what happened previously so she decided to go up uh, stairs, or at least to the bedroom, I think it's the bedroom's downstairs, to her fiancé, and she sees her there, and she, de- she decides to have a little fun, you know, she flies towards her in the form of a mosquito, and then she decides to liquefy uh, underneath um, her uh, uh, believe, uh, uh, around, not underneath, but beneath her feet, she starts to liquefy a little bit, crawling up her fiancé's body and then basically uh, going under one of these sheets that her fiancé is lying under, and then basically starts to play with her sensually and and arousingly by basically allowing parts of her to go seep into her fiancé's underwear, or panties, whatever you want to call them, seeping in there, as well as allow parts of her to go into a certain, as uh, Michelle Dizziart describes it, cavern you know, in that area. Anyway, it basically is, you know, Briella's just basically, you know, arousing, having a little fun with Crystal, which kind of awakens Crystal a little bit, not much. It's kind of of like a sleepy awake, you know, it's like you're asleep, but you get woke up, and then you just, you know, say stuff and everything. So she's just giving her a little bit of fun. And then afterwards, uh, she decides to go to the living room. She reforms back into human, goes back to the living room, almost in a cartoony fashion. And then this is where she decides, hmm, should, you know, where do I mimic, you know, where, where can I mimic the statue she saw at saw the farm? And when she realizes that, well, the living room is probably not the best place for it, she, also, she finally decides maybe eventually, you know, with Crystal's help, the, you know, the backyard could be a good option. Anyway, she decides to melt down into liquid mercury, liquid liquid mercury puddle, and go into a deep meditation, kind of a relaxation, with the moon reflecting off her puddled surface. But then she starts to think about something she left behind, which was a something like a stopwatch or something, and she goes to where she left it and grabs it, you know, by extending an arm, basically forming an arm out of her form, puddled form, to grab it. And then she reforms herself. But then she starts getting an idea. An idea about, you know, because wish, she wishes, okay, well, you know, because when she grabs the, the a stopwatch device, she kind of wonders and wishes she could have a place to store it. And then she starts realizing, wait a minute. Why, do, you know, why can't I probably store it with me? In other words, store it within me. So she comes up with this little idea to experiment on where she... Uh, rummages through some junk in a junk drawer or something, finds a cork, like a wine cork, uh, you know, cuts it, basically extends her body, because she, you know, she's elastic and all that as well, extends her body up to her lab, cuts part of the cork down, and then she decides to test out her theory where she shapeshifts, you know, shape turns herself into a spear, and then brings the cork within her, kind of hides it within her, and has it go through like I guess described as doors and c- corridor corridors, doors, whatever. And long story short, her test turned out to be a success because she pulls the cork bat out, uh, the cork back out of her, reforms back into human, and again she looks at what she has done as a success because now she's realizing, hmm, there are possibilities here. And those possibilities are, you know, pleasable to her, I guess, as well as even, you know, something she could utilize for future missions, maybe ideas. And if you're wondering what Pocket Dimension, why, the, why this was called Pocket Dimension Part 1, is because of the fact that it deals with the idea that Briella's powers as a shape-shifting elastic slime girl and all that, goo girl, you know, have evolved so much that now she can exist within herself or her and uh, Crystal can exist within herself, maybe for a limited time, but it's something that they can do. I mean, we kind of got an idea that maybe this was something she could do. You know, back in the final chapters of the Winter Vacation arc, So it's not surprising that, you know, she wants to probably explore, probably want to explore this more and see how much more evolved her powers have gotten. And since now she's realizing, as we get alluded to in the story, that she can be, she can do more now. She can store not just regular items like her phones and little knickknacks here and there within her body, but that she could also now use her body as a different you know living scape basically a different like environment world and like i said we kind of got an idea of that during winter vacation when she pretty much spread herself across the cabin or cabin they were staying in and basically turned it into different kinds of worlds like you know out of like a different planet and out of space you know underwater you know where she would portray herself as different creatures, role-playing as if they're meeting Crystal for the first time. You know, so she's done something like this before, but it's basically where she would expand herself across a room and change that room at her will. Here, what's here? The evolution of it is she can actually do this uh, within herself. She can actually do this within. Herself and a- another example about this too is she had already done this during the summer arc too. They did a summer arc where she kind of turned into like a submarine uh, and something sub- uh, not a submarine, but she basically you know went out on a on a boat or something like that uh, with Crystal, and she wanted to explore the aquatic life underwater. And then of course, eventually, that led to some intimacy between them when she turned herself into a gooey submarine. They went underwater with Crystal, and let's just say they had some uh, fun, if you catch my drift. So we kind of got, like I said, we kind of had clues, you know, and everything here and there, that something like this was very, very possible. But now it looks like with Michelle, a.k.a. Desi Arts, that's D-E-Z-Z-I-E Arts, what she's doing, honestly, is taking it up to another level to where now Crystal, not Crystal, but Briella, can now correct in basically an entire different, you know, atmosphere, a different dimension world within herself. So you can only imagine the NFSW like fun, she would probably put Crystal through with Briella. You can only imagine that. You know, where Briella and Crystal could really get intimate in ways you know, I'm 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 assuming Crystal probably didn't think it was possible now that she be existing with you know, she'd be able to exist within a dimension, within a world created by Briella and not just created because she expands herself across a room or across a boat or something like that and makes it an extension of herself, but instead it's herself, period. And that sounds really intriguing. And I could definitely see 250 being something like that. Now, we probably do have a Valentine's Day uh, story coming up. Maybe. I'm not really saying we aren't. Uh, but we'll see. We shall see. But, yeah, so far, this is an interesting little take because, of course, the title of the chapter, Slash Shift, you know, will catch you off guard a little bit. It will surprise you. But then, but then you, as you read the story... You kind of get the idea of, oh, now we know what they're talking about. Now we know it means, you know, Briella evolving enough with her powers now to where she can exist within herself. Like she could have her own privacy within her own world. You know, not just in the lab in her apartment, but basically her own world. Like she could become a big old spear as described in the story. And then she could just walk around in it like, you know... She's walking around her room like she's living in a different world, you know. So, so yeah, this is a this is a, uh this is a nice little you know surprise that she's putting in there. And again, we can only imagine what she has in store for Briella when she presents it to Crystal, and what fun they could potentially have. I mean, we kind of get an idea that you know with the beginning uh, of this one, with you know, Briella doing what she did with Crystal while she's asleep. I think we kind of get the idea that we're len- leading. Uh, Heading in that direction, especially with 250 and a potential Valentine's Day story. But we'll see. We'll see. But overall, I liked it. I liked the little pocket dimension, you know, evolution of Briella's powers. It's like another step in everything. And you know what? When you really think about it, this might even help, as I've suspected and felt and believed. This might even help with... Um, Crystal gaining power is very similar or identical to Briella because of something like this. Now I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that's just my opinion because it seems like we get little hints here and there that Crystal wants to have something similar, if not identical. Um, overall, like I said, the story was good. The other one, the previous week, was good. It was just a continue, just a conclusion to the filler story that we had. This is a nice, you know, step in another direction of unexpectedness. And can't wait to see what she has in mind uh, next week. Can't really wait because it, it, to me, that's going to seem really, really interesting to see where she takes it next. In my opinion. But overall, I like it. I like what we. I like where we're going with this. And uh, we'll see what she's got. See what she's got in store. I still stand by. You know um, some of the things I've said, like I mentioned, I still believe Crystal will have powers or gain powers similar, if not identical, to Briella's. I still think Ilanier, you know, Briella's best friend's fiance, Vincent Victor, whatever his name is, I think he has something to do with what's going on. You know, with Seri Genesis and you know stuff like that. And maybe we find out Ilanier knows it too. But that's and that's why she kept you know Briella a secret from Victor, from her fiance. Um, so I knew, I know we're going to see, we're going to, I know, in my opinion, from a speculation standpoint, I know we're going to probably find out that he knows something and that, you know, Ilani, you know, knows it too. And that's why she is keeping Briella a secret, as I mentioned. Uh, I know we're going to probably get that other being, that alpha that showed up uh, a couple, several chapters ago. I know he's going to come back. I know Duncan's going to play a role in revealing, probably knowing more than they're letting on and such. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think a lot of things are going to happen. Obviously, the wedding's going to be held off for to at least $275, i would assume, at the latest. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, overall, though, I, I like what she's bringing to the table here. That being Michelle, does the arts with the story. And cannot wait to see what she has in store next week for 200 for the 250th chapter slash shift congratulations on that michelle you know it's a long time coming let's see what you have in store maybe it's a valentine's day special one off and you continue pocket dimension the following week or maybe you give us two for one in one week we'll see but uh yeah overall i enjoyed the story and that's all i can say guys so until next time i'll talk to y'all later